0: When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Uh, I have a special treat for you today. The Metro Supply Chain Organization, which provides logistics services to a variety of industries, uh, including uh, automotive and parts delivery, recently published a white paper discussing its zero emission vehicle last mile delivery journey. Uh, It's quite a thing. I mean, they've been very open about it. They published this white paper uh, to tell kind of everybody about it. And so I'm very pleased to have uh, on the podcast today one of the authors of that white paper, uh, Thayani Diaparan. Welcome, Thayani.
1: Hi. Hi, Andrew. How's
0: it going? <laughs> it's, it's going well. So, you know, often organizations, you know, they're struggling with, you know, what parts of the fleet to make uh, electric vehicle uh, strategies and, and all of this. But, uh, you know, we don't often hear a lot about what those strategies are. And Metro Supply Chain has been very open about this. So like, why, why have they decided to share all this with kind of
1: the world? Interesting that you say everyone, you know, because climate change is something that everyone is facing. I mean, we know that supply chain emissions are the largest contributors to greenhouse gases. In Canada, especially transportation accounts for more, at least 25% of our country's overall emissions. We at Metro Supply Chain introduced electric vehicles as a way of um, tackling this challenge while still delivering exceptional customer experience. It wasn't easy and we learned a lot along the way. And we know that how daunting this could be, especially since the solution is still in its infancy. But now that we're in a position to share our knowledges and experiences uh, with, some, with those who are looking to start their journey, um, we want to let them know that there is a way. And so this white paper is to demystify this challenge and to encourage others to, in our industry to join us in this zero emissions journey because we are all in this together. Right now,
0: you know, we'll certainly make the white paper available through, you know, links when we uh, put this uh, podcast out there and and whatnot. Uh, But for those who aren't inclined to uh, study the white paper, uh, uh, what are the key challenges uh, you faced uh, when putting together this this zero emission uh, strategy?
1: So you're looking for like a sports center nightly recap. I get it. I get. <laughs> you know, when we started this journey, we didn't realize all of the unique elements we had to take into consideration when introducing EVs into the market. For example, anything battery related, including costs, weather, um, size. I mean, oh my gosh, especially weather. Since we live in Canada, our extreme weather does have an impact on the lifespan of a battery and how long we can drive the trucks. So we had to be very calculated on when we charge and when we drive them. But going back to the beginning of this journey, any initiative as bold as this one requires buy-in um, and pulling the numbers for the business case wasn't easy. I mean, there is, a lot of, there is no historical fa- uh, data that we can pull from. In addition, we had to navigate each provincial and federal policy to factor in regulation and financial subsidies, and it took us some time. And it was one of the reasons why we launched in Quebec and BC. Another challenge I would say is infrastructure. There isn't a charging station around each corner, like there are gas stations, and it takes hours to charge a large vehicle. So we had to build our own. And finally, one more, I think it was the biggest challenge we faced, was that we were in the midst of moving warehouses in Vancouver. Having a fixed charging station only to have to pick up and move a few months later to do it all over again made little sense. So we came up with, like I would say, an out-of-the-box solution. Actually, you can call it in-the-box solution because we created a mobile charging station leveraging a container.
0: Okay. Okay. Tell me a little bit, just a little bit about that. I mean, is that something that was done, it sounds like specifically for a situation there, but something that, you know, I, I think I can easily see could be, you know, dropped in place into other applications too, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's more of a, like, we had to, you know, we had to make it mobile. I mean, we are going to be using this solution a lot more, I would say, um, as we continue to expand our EV fleet, because, um, you know, having something mobile, you know, gives us more reach. Right, and um, and it was something proprietary that we built for uh, for our just to solve this predicament that we were in, and you know, it, it's one of the the best things that came out of it. It was very innovative, I would yeah, say.
0: Sure. Well, that certainly sounds like part of the the solution, uh, at least to to this part of the journey that you you know uh, kind of landed on. What other elements are are, are part of this? I mean I hesitate to say solution because it's really part of a journey, right? I mean we're not it's not the final uh, deal here. I mean we're we're all kind of working through it, but where where is uh where is uh, metro supply chain at currently as far as uh, the the uh this zero emission vehicle last mile delivery
1: journey? Um I mean So technology is, you know, ever evolving. And, you know, as batteries continue to have longer lifespans and the infrastructure continues to evolve, I mean, develop, Metro supply chain will have to continue to evolve its solution as well, you know, with it. Um, Agility is key here, I would say. Um, We can't have a fixed solution, but what we can lock in on is the approach. And that's that, that we can follow. And that's what we've outlined in the white paper.
0: Mm-hmm. How many delivery vehicles are, are currently electric or electric delivery trucks or whatever? And how does that kind of break out for uh, uh, Metro currently?
1: So right now we have three out in uh, in Quebec and we have three more coming in BC very shortly. So, um, yeah, we will have six on the road, but we're looking to continue to expand as, you know, there are, there is a lot more interest in this program um, and we need to get there, right? Sure, sure. What kind of vehicles are they? Uh, they are fully electric class. Well, that's class, five, uh, class six vehicles is what okay. we call them. Um, they are like the medium heavy duty trucks that are out there. Um, you know, those are the ones that are most feasible at this time. But uh, there are OEM vehicles right now. Right, right, right. Um, you know,
0: when when you've been on this journey, at least to this point, what what have been some of the biggest surprises? good or bad, uh, (laughs) uh, that that you've, that you've come across?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, Did you know that an electric truck has anywhere from 2000 to 4,000 parts? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There is a lot of things that we didn't know and that we've learned along the way. I mean, we, We knew that we were following a path that we didn't know a lot about. And as we immersed ourselves into this world of electrification, uh, we came to meet and learn how helpful the ever-growing zero emissions community is. I mean, we gained a lot of support and insights from
0: them. That's interesting. How transferable are these lessons for other organizations that may be listening to this or, you know, take the initiative to study the white paper or uh you know i mean we're you know we deal a lot with uh, automotive aftermarket companies both on distribution level and manufacturers uh short range deliveries as well as you know longer medium haul and and some obviously long haul um you know how transferable do you think these lessons are that that are uh kind of manifested in in the uh in the white paper
1: i would say without a doubt it's pretty transferable I mean, for any organization that has to take a product from point A to point B and is looking to do it with zero emissions, I mean, can benefit from the white paper and our lessons learned. And so it, it paves a path for them to move forward as well.
0: Is this, um, you know, I mean, obviously there there are some, you know, very real uh, uh, evolutionary uh, concerns, uh, I think, in, in the minds of a, a lot of folks about uh, climate and whatnot. Um but is is this also is there a component of this that you know I hesitate to call it a marketing component, but in or a corporate positioning component, saying hey, we're we're here, we're doing this, uh, you know, we're we're forward looking, uh, and and what role did that play in actually getting this in place? Uh, uh, you said it was a bit of a challenge uh, to put a business case together. Is is that a component of uh, building a business case in this?
1: yeah i mean like metro supply chain i I say like one of our core pillars is that um, you know it's our it's our customer our our company our people and then of course the environment that we that we work in um it is it is so core in our values that um you know this was an easier i would though it has its challenges because you have to pull the numbers together but um, it was an easier uh, buy, uh, like, way to get a buy-in, I would say, just because, you know, we, we want to do the right thing. We want to do the right thing by our customers. And, you know, we want to be innovative in the solutions that we bring forward. So this was one of those things we were, um, you know, kind of walking into something that we didn't know too much about. But we wanted to to be the trailblazers to to say you know let's let's start let's we got to start somewhere right
0: sure so, sure yeah oh yes, good I mean, we didn't talk about this, but you know uh, has there been any feedback from the customer base uh, uh, you know on this initiative
1: yeah I mean we've gotten a lot of uh, support from our customers and and I know they are very excited um, they're looking to continue to this program and seeing the you know the expansion of this program as well. Um, so we've gotten gotten a lot of customers reaching out, and you know what, our, our core, one of our core customers that partnered in this journey with us—I mean, they—they've been along for the ride the entire time, and they've been, you know, they're they were excited just as we were. So when we uh, when we were able to implement the trucks,
0: uh, that's excellent. Um, uh, is there any kind of underlying message that you, you'd like to you know leave listeners with uh, who are? maybe on the fence about how to or just unsure about how to kind of go about this for their organizations?
1: Sure. I mean, going back to the start of our conversation, you know, we we are all in this together. Um, If you've just started or are thinking about starting your fleet electri- electrification program, our message is that it is possible. It wasn't so long ago when we were in the same position. At, and now we have three trucks on the road and looking to expand our EV fleet. So I mean, we all have our part to, to do to decrease the impact on the environment. And we hope to see other or more join us on this journey so that we can collectively achieve our, our goal on zero emissions.
0: Excellent. Well, well thank you so much for, for joining me today. I really appreciate you coming on board. As I mentioned uh, the intro to the podcast, we will put a link in so allow people to access that white paper. Thank you again, Th- Thayani, uh, for joining me today. You know, we often talk about electric vehicles in the context of the consumer, but, uh, you know, every uh, distributor and jobber out there, as well as an awful lot of uh, our uh, service provider community. currently are looking at or employing even uh, some degree of electric vehicles so you know putting a strategy together uh, adding this as a really great resource for information on uh, uh, metro supply chain's journey is I think something that everybody should take advantage of Uh, again Thayani thank you for joining me thank you everybody for listening Uh, take care of yourself take care of each other and we'll catch you next time
1: thanks Andrew for having me it was a pleasure Listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at IndieGarage.ca and JobberNation.ca, a brand of Chat Integrated Media.
0: Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com